might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Listening pleasure. 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island Redneck Brian Bro, and Fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on your local 94.9 FM Fox News radio station. C.V. Burton here to carry on because the show must go on, even though Chet Martin is busy moving to New Hampshire right now. And Brian is still recovering from his Independence Day celebrations. I don't know. Speaking of Independence Day, do we need to regain our independence all over again? I think we do. I think that our present state is far worse now than it ever was under King George III. Not that I'd rather be under a king or under British rule again. But we are currently being controlled by China and the World Economic Forum and the Antichrist Barack Obama and his Mrs. Baylock, Valerie Jarrett. I believe that is arguably worse. A lot worse. You know, on a side note, I'm thinking of writing a thesis on the reasons why I believe Barack Obama is this generation's Antichrist. Laugh all you want. I don't care. As an American citizen, I have the constitutional right to form my own opinions and be critical of our current or former leaders. And this particular one is still pulling the strings of our current government, albeit from the shadows behind the curtains. I'll just ask you this, though. For those of you who are aware of the current trends in our society. You know, the hordes of zombie-like people strung out on heroin without houses, apartments, or shelter of any kind with their droopy heads hanging down. You've seen the pictures. Or they're flat out on their faces on the sidewalks. Or take a look at the hair trigger of the self-entitled brats and Karens who will pummel a complete stranger on the street or in fast food joints simply because their fries were the wrong size or they were too cold. And you know, knocking a person down is not good enough anymore. No, they have to jump up and down on their heads as they're lying there. And then you have the public schools and psychiatric professionals claiming your children are theirs so they can confuse them, drug them, and get their bodies neutered and mutilated without their parents' permission. God knows that these teachers, school board officials, and psych quacks don't want children of their own. They want your children. They're happy to rip their own from their wombs, never to see the light of day. And keep in mind that Everything I've just mentioned so far are things even animals would never do, okay? So the question is, would you expect less impact from the Antichrist of prophecy or mythology or folklore 
or however you imagine him to be, how could it possibly get worse than this? And yet, it probably will get worse, a lot worse, in this all-important election season. And then there are those painfully stupid people who will claim that I am inciting violence by talking this way. Oh, really? But it's not inciting violence when you call Donald Trump Hitler, right? That's perfectly okay. When you teach your African-American students that all whites, as they like to call them, are racists who hate blacks, as they like to call them. When that is totally causing violence on an ever-increasing basis all over the country. And we see it. Anybody who, anybody who's been on Twitter and scrolls through the feed, see the, the violence is getting out of control. It's like, it's like a race war out there. This is total anarchy and chaos stirred up by the Antichrist. All right? Or at least the spirit of the Antichrist, if you don't believe me when I name names. You had a stolen election. Yeah, I said it. A stolen election. And now we have a crumbling economy while the world is teetering on the edge of World War III. And you tell me the Antichrist is not alive today? Sitting in his mansion, laughing his skinny ass off, a man with no natural desire for women. Daniel 11.37 Neither shall he regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of women, nor regard any God, for he shall magnify himself above all. And that's what communists do. They, they are loyal to the tyrants whom they admire. They, they have to have one supreme leader, the communist mindset, the hive mind has to have one faith to look to, to be loyal to. It's, uh, it's, you can see it replete in history. Anyway, I said that was a side note and I went off on a tangent. So I'm sorry about that. I wanted to speak briefly about Laura Loomer's report. And man, she does great work. She's not even religious, but she does the work of God better than those of us who pray, and read the Bible every day. She has more balls than most men I know. She even has a pair in her name, Loomer. L-O-O-O-O-M-E-R. L, pair of balls, M-E-R. Loomer. She uncovered an email from Jessica Millen Patterson, good friend of Kevin McCarthy, by the way. And she's a never-Trumper, and chair of the Republican Party of California. And this email was sent to Harmeet Dillon, American lawyer and Republican Party official. She is also the former vice chairwoman of the California Republican Party and a national committee woman of the Republican National Committee for California. And Sean Steele, Republican National Committee member from California since 2008. Danielle Cullum, rhymes with Gullum, the evil one, operations director and fat slob at California Republican Party, Sacramento, California, and Brian Watkins, 
chief operating officer and executive director at California Republican Party. In this email, Jessica proposes a bylaw amendment to California's allocation of convention delegates, which could possibly result in California's 169 delegates being allocated to Ron DeSantis, who is currently polling in second place after President Trump. Trump has a 40-point national lead over DeSantis as the GOP frontrunner. And this could snowball nationally to cause Trump to lose the primary. So we have to get ahead of this. So what is this amendment and how do they propose to do it? Well, I'm not a liar. I mean, a lawyer. But I read the email and it it is written in that legalese, which makes it hard for the layperson to understand. But I zeroed in on this one phrase which stood out. Quote, under circumstances, blah, 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 such as, not this specifically, but such as when the primary election takes place after a specific date, delegates are then allocated to the second place candidate with the second highest number of votes. And you know that this such as phrase leaves the door wide open to dispute Trump's eligibility because of the indictments, the the phony indictments. This is why George Washington and I do not believe in having parties in our constitutional republic. Because too much power rests in the hand of party leaders. Why can't we just vote for the guy who has the best common sense approaches to all the issues we face as a nation. Someone like, I don't know, say, Donald Trump. Why, why does he have to be beholden to the Republican brand? Especially when the Republican brand, spearheaded by the likes of Kevin McCarthy, who we never trusted to begin with, are out to kneecap our best candidate. Okay, I'll be back after these messages Then Chet has three interviews, which I will replay. Bob Swick, economics professor and journalist at Swick Speak. WJJF's own Rocky, a fan favorite. And Dan DeLuce, a call-in regular. Then I'll wrap it up in the end, in segment six. Stay tuned to Freedom on Deck 94.9 Fox News Radio. Back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 FM, Fox News Radio. Your humble servant, C.V. Burton, here on the bridge, while Chet Martin relocates to a higher latitude, maintaining his attitude. Our friend Brian could not be here today either. So, let's talk about the quality, or lack thereof, 
of the type of people running our government right now. I've been saying since this whole thing began that stolen elections have consequences. Catastrophic consequences, as Steve Bannon amended. But you're going to say, Oh, it was the most fair elections in history. Yeah, right. Do you want to debate me on this issue? Because, listen, I'll debate you on anything. I'll give you an open door. Just email me at cvburton at yahoo.com. That's C as in cat, V as in very, Burton with an E, B-E-R-T-O-N, cvburton at yahoo.com. If you're unsure of the spelling of my name, just go to freedomondeck.com and look it up. And just tell me the subject that you want to debate. And we'll work it out. I don't care if it's the stolen election, uh, trans delusional surgery of minors, abortion, climate change, you name it. I'm happy to straighten you out right here on the air. But that's the thing with lefties. Just like they're brainwashed about everything else, they've also got it drilled into their little minds of putty that they should never debate anyone because, well, that legitimizes them. Gives them a platform. Don't give them a platform, right? Deplatform your opponents. First Amendment what? Anyway, I want to play some clips that perfectly illustrate how corrupt the DOJ and FBI are. How totally political they are. Loyal to their God and Master, Barack Antichrist, whom they fall on their knees and grovel before and cry when they see him. They are totally opaque, will not answer any questions from our elected officials, people whom we, the people, elected to provide oversight to these intelligence agencies who have run amok, who are anything but intelligent who are actively waging war on American citizens. Just listen to this. I'll break in here and there to comment and or to mock. We'll start with Ted Cruz as he uh, cross-examines some DOJ officials. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Olson, how many people have been charged with crimes of violence in connection with events on January 6th? Senator, I'm not sure exactly how many uh, have been charged with crimes of violence. I know that there are okay. many. How, how many have been charged with because, nonviolent crimes? Because none have. I don't have the numbers of people charged, whether at the state or federal level. I know okay. that there how are. How many people are currently incarcerated concerning the events of January 6th? I don't know the number of people incarcerated. Again, I know that how I many do have. Okay, not even about how many? We have limited time, so I don't want you to filibuster. You either know the answer or you don't. How many people have been placed in solitary confinement concerning the events of January 6th? I don't have any information about that, Senator. Yeah, you know, Mr. Olson, I will say it was sad. Senator Lee just asked you about this. Back in June of 2021, Senator Lee and I and two other senators sent a letter to the Department of Justice asking these questions, asking about the differential prosecutions. Let me ask you, during 2020, Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots all across the country. There were over 700 police officers injured by Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots. 
How many people have been charged with crimes of violence concerning those riots all across the country? Duh. I don't have information on how many. I, I would say, you know, hundreds of people have been charged, as, as Ms. Sanborn. You would say, but, but you don't know. You know, when we asked you why the Biden Department of Justice has such wildly disparate standards, going after January 6th, targeting some people who committed crimes of violence, and anyone who commits a crimes of, of violence should be prosecuted, but also targeting a lot of nonviolent individuals. We asked you, why is it that you won't target the rioters and terrorists who firebomb cities across this country? The answer we got from the Department of Justice was shameful. On October 22nd, you came back and said, Wait, let me guess, because it was nighttime and they didn't have night goggles. Quote, the department has dedicated investigative and prosecutorial resources commensurate with the significance of these events. By significance, I guess it means the political benefit to the Biden White House. And I will tell you, there are a great many Americans who are understandably deeply concerned about the politicization of the Department of Justice under President Joe Biden. It has been 218 days since we sent you that letter. DOJ refused to answer the letter today when Senator Lee and I asked you about it. Your answer to every damn question is, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You're under oath. You may believe at the Department of Justice that you are unaccountable to the American people, but that is not the case. And the wildly disparate standards are unacceptable. Ms. Sandberg. Well said, Ted Cruz. I couldn't have said it better myself. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. She can answer whether or not FBI assets were actively involved in the events of January 6th. That's, if she can't answer that, that's pretty much saying, yes, there were FBI assets involved with January 6th. Give me a break. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. What? She can't answer whether or not FBI assets committed violence on January 6th? That is so incriminating for the FBI right now. Did any FBI agents any F or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Can you even believe this? This does not make it onto your local news channels uh, at all. Not on TV, not on cable news. You'll never hear this. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. If she's telling the truth, this is not an intelligent intelligence agency, uh, but she's not telling the truth. She's boldface lying. She knows damn well who he is. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. You know, this is totally ridiculous. This is why a lot of people are saying the FBI should be dismantled.
and maybe something else put in its place where they carefully screen new employees uh, to make sure that they are not Antichrist followers of Barack Antichrist Obama. Because this was a, a total setup of Trump followers. It's ridiculous. That protest on January 6, 2020 was 99.99% peaceful. They had flags. They uh, they didn't have weapons. And it was totally set up. You had Ray Epps in there. You had other opera- uh, operatives in there. And she's like practically admitting that it was a setup. How come this doesn't make the news? Nobody knows. You know, this is why the deep left are so afraid of Donald Trump winning that they will do anything in their power to stop him. Lie, steal, cheat, frame him, investigate looking for a crime, which is backwards, totally opposite of our Constitution. You have these scary-looking people like Jack Smith, prosecutor, trying to find anything that he can hang on Donald Trump and nothing that he can come up with will ever hold up in a court of law. And he knows it. He's just going to drag it out through the primaries, hoping that maybe it'll hurt Donald Trump in the primaries. And uh, somebody like DeSanctimonious will get in and throw it for them. Anyway, I have more examples of this obstinacy, this obfuscation, the smoke and mirrors of these agencies of ill repute. When we come back after the next three interviews, we have economics professor and journalist Bob Swick of Swick Speak, WJJF's own Rocky, a fan favorite, and a call-in regular, Dan Deleuze. Then I'll be back to wrap it all up here at 94.9 FM Fox News Radio. Let me take a minute and tell you my plan Let me take a minute and tell who I am If it doesn't show, then you better know I'm another person We are the other people We are the other people We are the other people You're the other people too On the way to get to you We are the other people We are the other people We are the other people Hey Hey yo, Sap, what's good, bruh? All right, everybody, welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. It's been a little tough over the last few weeks to bring our regulars on, but one of them is on with us right now. I want everybody to check it out over at swickspeak.blogspot.com and check him out at at swickspeak is the Twitter handle, and we're talking about the one and only Mr. Bob Swick himself, Bob, how have you been? It's been a little while. Uh, I know you went on a trip, and we're going to be talking about some stuff with Ned Lamont, but how have you been doing? I'm doing well. Everything is good. Thanks for having me on. It's good because I wanted to talk about this. So you wanted to discuss how much Ned Lamont, Lamont makes on a yearly basis. Now, I checked out some of the Connecticut rag mags, uh, and they told me that he made $54 million last year. Now, trying to figure out where Ned Lamont made most of his money from, 
the only answer I got from any of the CT rag mags was that he got most of it from investments. To try to find any real concrete hardware on where he was getting his money from, Bob, is next to impossible. So how much does Ned Lamont make, and what's going on here? I know that he's got his family on the paybooks, too, through all this stuff. What's the truth about what Ned Lamont makes on a yearly basis? Well, our first problem that we have is he will not disclose the investments nor his actual income tax statements so it can be viewed, uh, which is another uh, anti-transparency move uh, that he makes based upon him being one of what he claims to be one of the most transparent governors in the country. So for $54 million that he earns, that turns out to be roughly $147,900 plus per day. That's what he makes per day at $54 million. A lot of people uh, are nowhere close to $147,900 a year, let alone a day. And to try to give some perspective to this whole situation, number one, he really needs to come clean where the money's coming from. Is it all legitimate investments? Were any of the investments made off of investments that the state of Connecticut made in companies that he, uh, his uh, wife's hedge fund owns, so on and so forth. It's something I've been, I've been trying to find out for years now. But again, you know, you have an iron curtain in Hartford that you can't get any information out of. And uh, nobody seems to care one way or the other, except myself and, and quite a handful of other people. But to try to put it in perspective, the Democratic Party is uh, in a uh, euphoria because they gave tax cuts to Connecticut residents, Connecticut taxpayers this past general uh, assembly session. Yeah, I heard. These were the tax cuts they gave, and this is how they, they surmised that a family of four earning 125000 a year is getting a whopping $600 in a tax cut. Oh, my goodness. A one-parent home with two children who makes $80,000 a year is getting back $300. Wow. A single person earning $40,000 a year in Connecticut will get $250. And here's the best one. A single parent with one child earning $30,000 a year is going to get a whopping $220 back. Wow. And to try to try to refresh the memory of the Democratic Party in Connecticut, we've had runaway inflation since President Biden took office. We have runaway inflation as far as energy prices, food prices, so on and so forth. I really like to know how far in a family of four can six hundred dollars go to doing anything and making any type of difference whatsoever yeah. and still maintain Connecticut's uh, being one of the top five highest tax states in the country all the while while their governor earns over one hundred forty seven thousand nine hundred dollars per day it's just so hypocritical it's not even funny mr lamont is a multi-millionaire he has a lot of money uh i've been argue uh, people argue with me well you know that's his wife's money i said well they're legally married so technically it's 50% is and 50% hers, uh, according to the law. So, you know, you can't really talk your way around it. You have a multimillionaire dictating to the peons of Connecticut, the taxpayers, what they can have and can't have. All the while, Connecticut has a runaway short and long-term debt and unfunded liabilities 
of between $100 billion and $150 billion that no one, no one, no one on either side of the aisle has ever addressed ever. And, uh, you know, when is that ever going to be addressed? Or do you just feel that Connecticut can go on forever just being in the whole billions upon billions of dollars more and more year in and year out? Last point about this, too, is the state passed another budget of well over $26 billion a year spending for each year of the biennial budget. And I say to myself, a state as small as Connecticut with as few residents as it has, how is it possible to spend this kind of money? It's not. It's just beyond me. It is beyond me. Bob Swick on the line with us. Bob, you said 600 for... uh... Yeah, you know, family of four. Family four. I mean, what? That's like that's like a grocery bill. Exactly. I mean, that's ridiculous. So that's good. You know, I mean, it, why don't more people demand answers from this governorship? It doesn't seem like anybody's really up in arms about all this stuff. It seems like only hear about this stuff from you and Tony D. Well, I think a lot of people are upset, but um, I think a lot of people have been silenced. I think the media in the state does a great job protecting Lamont and the Democratic Party. Uh, I mean, I literally have been called every name in the book for bringing this stuff up, and I don't know why. I'm I'm asking legitimate questions, and it doesn't really make any sense to me. And again, at some point, the economic awakening of that kind of debt load which amounts to being almost $50,000 per taxpayer in the state of Connecticut, will come due. And at some point, Connecticut may not be able to borrow money because they are so far in debt. I don't know what the plan is going to be for the future. Are you really look, and, I, I, and I know that when you put these, uh, you, you know, you put these facts out on Twitter, it's, you get attacked. But why is it that the Democrats that look at these numbers and 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 all we're, you're asking for and anybody else is asking for is transparency. Why are they so damn against that? Well, because I think they've gained the system to the point that the system is there for their benefit. Only. There you go. Not, yep. for the ben- not for the benefit of the Connecticut taxpayer, not the benefit of the Connecticut business person who's struggling to survive, not for the benefit of a, of a single mom who has two or three children trying to survive. It's for the benefit of the Connecticut Democratic Party. It's for the benefit of the politically connected. You want to be connected in the state of Connecticut. You're a Democrat. You follow uh, lockstep with what Ned Lamont is telling you to do and a few other key politicians in the state, and you're set for life. You'll get your state pension and make sure you leave the state as fast as possible because you don't want to live there and have to spend a lot of money in your retirement. Because, again, there's nothing being offered to you in in your retirement other than the same taxes that you dealt with all your life. Bob Swick on the line with us. Bob, are there any CT state Republicans that are asking the same questions, or is that that doesn't happen? To me, there's there's only two. That's Craig Fishbein, state representative out of out of Wallingford, and Rob Sampson, the state senator out of Southington. There's a couple other people who are are pretty much uh, in in tune with it with them. But I think those are the two most outspoken Republicans in the state of Connecticut. Um, I I really believe that the Connecticut Republican Party is is very much a Nelson Rockefeller type of Republican Party. Oh, so yeah, of course, party. yes. And you know the good. It's just a just a great. You know, I hate to say it, and I hate saying it this this way, but it's a great drinking session when they get together up in Hartford, 
and uh, that's about all. It well, is. that one it, woman, it, go, I, I don't know who it is, but Lee Elsie has played her, the Democrat. She goes there and gets drunk. You can hear that she's drunk. When right, she's on right. the floor, I'm like, what the, is these people go there and drink during the day? So uh, I'm glad I mean, they I, make I, I so much money, Bob, because they clearly they need it for the tab. I, I don't, I just don't understand that, you know, being in a, an elected official should be an honor. It should. That uh, should be one of the highest honors you achieve in your life, that you're representing people, you're trying to help people. And it's turned into, to me, just a, uh, a mix of a house of prostitution with a bar uh, with little result other than massive debt and a politically connected under uh, a politically connected class that just runs rampant over everyone in the state. It's wrong. So what do we do to demand more answers from an administration that seems to not care? Well, I think it's just hammering it day, day in and day out. Like uh, I do and several other people like Tony D'Angelo uh, does, you know, to, we want answers. George Colley is another one. I mean, what, what, what's going on? Why yep. can't we get answers to what's going to what's going on? What's the you know, what are they hiding? Bob, thank you. I know it's been a while. Let everybody know once again where they go and check you out. SwickSpeakBlockspot.com and please follow me on Twitter at SwickSpeak. Thanks a lot, Bob. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be a lot more show to go here on Freedom on Deck 94.9. News now and stimulating talk. Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. The gentleman on the line with us, he's no stranger to these airwaves. He's no stranger to our listeners. He's no stranger to this show. And one of my great influences on the radio, somebody that I listen to every week, even if I can't call in. He had a great show last week that, that kind of got fiery. I was texting back and forth. But I'm talking about the one and only... Rocky from the Rocky Radio Show. Hey, Rock, how are you, sir? I am good, Chet. Thank you. Uh, and hello to your audience. You're doing great. Uh, uh, we're doing fine. We are not discouraged, not embarrassed. We are stronger than ever. We are co- our conviction. And by the way, the beauty, yeah. if you have the courage to hang on, right, the beauty of how God works in our lives is that we are witnessing what we already knew in our hearts. Yes. Things that have happened, things that were going on, lo and behold, it's coming all to fruition. John Durham might have not arrested anybody, but the fact of the matter is it confirms what we already knew. Rocky, I told you when you came on this week, we were going to talk Trump. The reason... Yep. Being is because I know that you're Captain Orange Power, and <laughs> and so well, and and I'm with you there, and I'm with you. I'm I'm fully behind Donald Trump. I think he's the only one for the nomination again, the only one that's going to get it done. But I hear the same voices nationally, and and some of the guests that are on uh, with the the greatest morning show that there is, Lee Elsie, and a lot of people are going down the road of. 
well, no, Trump can't represent us. He's not the right guy. Uh, the message is good. It's good that it get at, gets out there, but we have to go uh, with somebody else that's a better politician. Now, me and you think directly the opposite way of that, and it seems to be uh, in the polls, most of the American people out there that are ready to vote and get this guy out, current uh, basic empty suit in there doing the will of the far left, but it seems like we're all behind Donald Trump. The same voices, Rocky, are all telling us we're crazy. Uh, why are they? Why are they well, able we, to do that again? And we, we, sh- we should we even take them seriously? We were all crazy in 2016. The truth of the matter is, in four years, not one soldier, not one airman, not one marine got shot, got killed uh, in uh, Afghanistan. The 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 mandate was clear. If it wasn't for pretty boy Paul Ryan, the wicked and the crooked who held back two years, yeah. we would have done even more. Donald Trump was held back. The bottom line is this. We, the people, are sovereign. We, the people, decided in 2016, and these forces, these wicked, demonic, dark forces intervened to take away the will of the people. Is it not so? That is absolutely correct. So the will of the people must be obeyed. And I said to you, just uh, as we were warming up, I said to you, if Mrs. Clinton gets arrested, if Comey goes to jail, if Fida Strzok goes to jail, if the attorney for the FBI, they change the meaning of an email, goes to jail. If they all, you know what? If that all, all, that all happens, maybe we can think of uh, thinking of somebody else. But the bottom line is we need to be obeyed to the will of the people of this great country. Not 1,000 or 2,000. We're talking about millions. You know, Rocky, when I called, um, I want to think it was Thursday, I called into Lee LC and it was a bit of a response to a caller by the name of Reed that came on and said, we have only two people on each side that are taking up all the air and taking the air to the room. And he was talking about Biden and Trump. My, my, my comment to that was, well, as, as I called in, Joe Biden's been in Washington for 54 years yeah, of, his, of his life, and Donald yeah. Trump was there for four. And not only was Donald Trump there for four, we were thriving. And, and for right. many of the reasons that you mentioned before coming on, um, why are people so quick to pass over what a great job Donald Trump did? Chat the two words that have been coming on into my life lately, the last several weeks, and I even mentioned on the show, are uh, courage and power. Courage and power. You must have courage to ascertain power. We, the people, have to have the courage to stand. When we saw in 2020 that they were destroying our neighborhoods in several cities, we, the people, did not take the stand that should have been taken say wait a minute wait a minute when the cnn reporter was saying oh it's a mostly peaceful protest are you serious <laughs> well maybe well, the fire is in, yeah, engulfing so, the uh, building behind him so who does this people people that are wicked they are wicked they are liars like a shifty ship pencil neck shifty ship uh All these things have come to fruition. Now we know that an opinion 
they tried to take out a duly elected president of the United States. We want to reassert our power. After that, we do whatever we want. You decide whatever you want. The truth of the matter is we should go back to where they intervene. Do you remember that that freak of nature, Peter Strzok, that says, should the those bums that go shopping at Walmart, I left this guy. Yes. Don't worry, I'll intervene. You'll intervene? Yep. Who the heck are you? Who are you? A psychotic man that shouldn't be put into a position that he is. But he was put in position. Yes, he was. They did act illegally. We know it for a fact. Mr. Comey says that on the TV shows that he leaked information to his friend, the professor, to go to the to go to the media and leak the information. So all this is, uh, Chad, the bottom line is they're laughing at us. Rocky, are you surprised at how corrupt the FBI and DOJ have become? No. No. I've said it on my show. I've said it many times in Italy. 90% of the politicians, they're all indicted. Nobody goes to jail. The judges are not. Not all of them, many of them, they're corrupted. Yes. The police, in other words, I'm not surprised. I've seen it before. It's when the it's when the government takes hold of too much power and the people are left to themselves. And then here comes Donald Trump and says, I'm gonna do this for you. Did Obama say that? No, no. Obama of not. was always I, I, I. Yes. Donald Trump says we, we, we. Is that not the truth? I will fundamentally change yeah. America. Yeah. When Donald the Trump Marxists, says we will put America back are, on top. The Marxists are in charge. They've been infiltrating our society at all levels. And they hate America. But most of all, and I hope our Catholic friends are listening, our Jewish rabbis are listening, our pastors and our preachers are listening. Yeah. Marxist ideology hates the knowledge of the existence of God. They hate it. They hate it. And they've infiltrated it's, the church. Of course they did. They're not stupid. Listen, evil is not stupid. No. Evil is not naive. Evil is very aggressive. It will never stop until what? It, evil, the Bible says, it comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Their agenda is to destroy the nation, to eradicate the beauty of the founding. Then we have issues, yes. Then we have problems, yes. But it's still the greatest nation ever concocted by human minds and human hearts. And we're going to keep it. And the way we That's do all. that, and, and, and your support, obviously, is behind Donald Trump. And for me, it's the same. It's the same answer. Well, it, uh, if, I mean, I, if, can't, I can't think of anything that would be better than that. Well, if any of the kids of Donald Trump, and he has several, would have gotten pictures or uh, look how God works. I, I Listen, this is divine intervention. This imbecile, this crack addict forgets the laptop, and we know all this information. And yet, and yet the media the doesn't cover it. It's amazing. Well, because, because they are the same cloth, and they have the same goals, and they have the, the same hopes and aspirations to do away with the beauty of the country. The truth of the matter is, and we just celebrated June 6th, 
Yes. The D-Day, remember? Yes. I've been saying on my show, I was born a free boy. Yes. Thanks to the blood and sweats and guts of the American and the might of the American GIs. You name me a name of a person that has a proven record that would do good for we the people. Donald Trump. That's it. God bless you, your family, and your listeners. You too, Rock. Listeners. I'll be talking to you and, soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Everybody, that was the one and only Rocky from the Rocky Radio Show. Don't go anywhere. We've got a lot more to go here. Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating. To Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. On the line with us, it's Dan from Long Island. We call him Dan Deleuze here because we uh, we say it like it is here. Dan, how you doing, man? It's good to have you back Thanks. on the show. Doing great. Thanks for putting up with me. We were talking about uh, the discussion you had with Lee Elsie the last time around, and, and it got into the results of 2020. And the uh, the discussion that you guys had kind of was... Everything else that Trump has said has come true uh, for the most right. part that we've seen. And now it's uh, gotten into a point where we're we're kind of breaking through on some of the bad things that were going on with the FBI and all that. But aside from that, um, the only thing you said to Lee was the only thing left right now really is the election fraud, the 2020, where Lee pretty much did admit to you, yes, there was election fraud. No, it wasn't enough to turn it. And that's kind of what you were basing the call off of. Um, for me, I, I, I didn't need any, you know, movies or articles to realize that it was stolen. I, I know it was stolen. I, I believe 110% it was stolen. Uh, yeah. The information that comes through the media and all that makes it difficult to really navigate through these waters and I think people, for the most part, Dan, are kind of scared to say anything, even if they believe. And I do think a lot of people uh, that don't say the, they believe the election was stolen actually do. Um, because when right. you see the poll numbers come out, you see that people do believe that when it's when it's uh, not something where they have to expose themselves. Where do you think that's going to go? If it ever does happen, if that ever is shown to be true, which, like I said, it has, but if it's ever proven beyond the shadow of a doubt, and maybe some of these higher intelligence agencies say, yes, this did happen, where would that go? That's the actual horror of it all, right? We're not talking about a conspiracy theory. It is the conspiracy theory. I mean, it, it's the one that says there's no more country. There's no more election. There's no more voting. Then the, then the question comes, what do you do? I mean, you have a government that's not just like the liberals when they say, oh, Trump is an illegitimate president. Let's not forget how much election denying they did when he won. They, oh, yeah. they said and put forth the notion that Russia put him in, that Russia had taken over the country by installing Trump in the position of presidency, which is a wild conspiracy theory. And not only did they say it and assert it, but they also investigated it, made up fake intelligence information and put us through the ringer for like two and a half years on that 
before they finally had to admit it was a complete hoax. If you, if you come to the conclusion or you, or it actually becomes known that there's no election anymore and that the vote isn't actually what puts people in power, what do you do then? I mean, we're, we're standing here with the raw materials of basically what amounts to a revolution. Then what does? How do you get America back? Because it's clear that it's going down a very anti-constitutional and a very uh, you know, leftist or communist route. So I, I think it becomes a, a crisis. And so people would rather believe, like your brain would rather believe a lie or would rather believe any other alternate reality than to face that truth. So I think you automatically start looking for and hoping for any other explanation. Dan, do you think that's because there's a lot of good people out there that that uh, are on the airwaves. There's a lot of good people out there that you speak to every day. There's a lot of good people everywhere uh, that are in our way of thinking, but are kind of refusing to admit that it was stolen. And I think deep down inside, they probably know it was. But why do you think they're afraid when we're not, when we're saying it was stolen? Why do you think that, that maybe they're afraid to say that it was stolen? I think you're just afraid of getting abused and and investigated and intimidated. I think the society is intimidating. The mob will come after you, ultimately. I mean, you know, I, what's been playing in my head lately is this idea of this long train of abuses and usurpations that's spoken of in the Declaration of Independence, you know, where they said the reason that we come to this moment of revolution is because of this abuse and this it's all directed at one end which is to suppress and oppress us and and i i just think look people are afraid to say what they think even on the phone to each other i know for fear that we're being listened to and you know what it turns out that we are oh yeah you know look at the things that trump has said you know uh Remember when he got up and said, hey, maybe Russia can find Hillary's emails. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Or when, it, when he said they're, sending, they're they're emptying the jails out and sending us all their criminals and rapists. Oh, my God. He's a racist. But now 70 percent of our jails are have, Ill are, are have illegal aliens in them. All right. They spied on my campaign. That turned out to be true. Right. But yep. look at the response. The media, the intelligence community. Right. You have you have. Chuck Schumer getting up on the floor of the Senate and saying, you, you know, I got nine ways to Sunday to get you back. I think one of the oh, FBI yeah. whistleblowers just said, you know, these people, if you say anything against them, they will destroy you. Yes. He just said they will destroy your life. And I think we're we're afraid that our lives are going to get destroyed. I, I think it is clear that that conservative Christian straight white males in general have basically been targeted in our society for, you know, retaliation. Dan, the, and the other point you made was, is it enough to uh, sway the election? Was it enough? And and then the question becomes, if it, if it wasn't enough or was enough, what's the difference then? What What is enough for you? When does it become enough? So the fact that they're able to cheat so much in every state, in every district, and what we've seen, and I know you know some people that have worked at the polls, yeah. the fact that they do it in such a widespread way, 
I think should should show people that there is enough to rig elections if they want to. And and if they want to, they're going to. Chad, I had a friend who worked for the election uh, the elections in Alaska. Yeah. Very small district. I sent you a picture of yes. what she sent to me in on August 25th or so of that year. An article had come out that said absentee this 2020. Right. So the the covid is restrictions are in mail and ballots are in full swing. And an article is published in the paper that says, you know, the mail in ballots and absentee voting are swinging the results of the primaries. And she put sent a picture that was like, you think? And she sent a stack. I don't know. Must be 18 inches high stack of ballots on the desk that were returned in a district that has 40 four zero registered voters for that primary there must have been 800 <laughs> ballots that were returned for that district at which now i know it's a primary not the general but it, that's like a test run for the manipulation that was to come right later in november she's working on the elections over there she said i personally fed 23,896 absentee ballots through the scanner today and they are declaring a winner, and there are at least 100,000 more to be counted. Why are we declaring a winner without counting? Now, two things stand out to me about that. One, why are we declaring a winner without counting? It's like the media is saying who wins. And then the other thing is 23,000, almost 24,000 ballots. If, if it's an eight-hour workday, it's less than a second per ballot. How is anybody verifying signatures on those ballots nobody is no one this is what you know the carrie lake and the and the katie hobbs election that was one of her big wins in court that just happened yep they said there's no way anybody is verifying signatures in three seconds it cannot happen right so they're showing the clock the time and the and the judge and people are finally starting to see it and like i said i listed Seven or eight things that Trump said that were supposedly outrageous that brought the intelligence community, media, everything against him, everything that all turned out to be true. There's only one left that he's saying and insisting that they're reacting like that to, and that is that the election was rigged and stolen. If that turns out to also be true, he's not the conspiracy theorist, man. And there are still morons out there that, that believe that. I know it. We're, we're, they still say the deadly insurrection on January sixth. Oh, deadly me, armed that insurrection. Was so stupid. I, I, you not, know, not one, not one gun charge. And those people are in the gulag underneath the jail. What right? about when Merrick Garland said anybody that doubts our election process and the results in 2020 should be considered a terrorist? Exactly. Lee, uh, Unreal. Lee, they're investigating and taking license plate numbers at, at school board meetings. They are targeting and infiltrating churches to find out what is being said and spoken at churches to see if it's if it's radical. I'm telling you, the reason that people are afraid is because they should be. Dan, well, I'm going to have to let you go. Thanks a lot, man. God bless. That is Dan Deleuze. Listen, come back. We've got a lot more show to go here. Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk.
Back in the Freedom on Deck zone. Beyond this world, strange things are known. Thanks, Chet Martin. Great interviews, even if they were borrowed from several weeks ago. Before I play more audio clips showing the brick wall that the DOJ puts up whenever our elected representatives in their oversight committees ask them any questions, I want to go over some finer points of what's become, if not the theme, then the undercurrent of the show. This idea of an antichrist in our time. There was an old Twilight Zone episode with Rod Serling, the host. It was called The Howling Man. Does anyone remember? There was uh, this guy who sought shelter at some monastery, right? Where there was this old cult of monks living there and in the night this guy heard a man howling miserably mournfully howling and so he went to investigate and he found this man barricaded in a room with the door held shut only by a simple staff of truth it was called Only he didn't know it was called the Staff of Truth. It was just a staff. And all he had to do was lift the staff out of the way. And the man inside could walk free. But Brother Jerome showed up and said, Never let that man out because he is the devil. Long story short, the guy didn't believe the story. And the next night, he let him out. And the devil was freed. And so the world was cursed with wars, riots, mayhem, confusion, and so forth. Well, that's where we are today. Who removed the staff of truth and let the devil out? Maybe we all did. To some degree. Do you remember who started all this trans craziness? I'll tell you who. It was Barack Antichrist. He started all this trans craziness and criticized race theory. He started all the division. At least he reignited it significantly. How? By pulling funding from schools and organizations if they didn't tote his brainwashing agenda. This is the dark age. The Dark Age is marked by its total disregard for life. Never before in history have we ever conceived or entertained or even heard of something so ridiculous as this, that life is harmful to this planet, a planet that would be just another indistinguishable rock drifting in space, barren, without the life that our great mother earth now nurtures. I mean, 15 years ago, you would never have believed such a foolish concept would become the conventional wisdom, or should I say, conventional lies of our time. But as they say, it is always darkest before dawn, and I strongly believe that the next election will be a huge tsunami 
against this regime. And it will overwhelm the cheating. Coupled with the fact that too many are onto their game and won't allow too much cheating. Although there will be still plenty of cheating to overcome. So anyway, let's get back to the audio clip. We have Matt Gates, who, for some reason, is cross-examining a DOJ official in the Senate when he's only a congressman from the House. I don't know why, but let's dive in and see. So Pegasus is the most exquisite spying software in the world. It's zero-click. It can get at people's phones. It's been used to target politicians, journalists, um, dissidents in some places, and... Here you have L3 saying that they were encouraged to go buy it from the national security apparatus. It's very important under oath for you to tell me whether any of those people were at the national security division. So, you know, I'm sure you can appreciate I don't have any information about uh, the public reporting. I'm aware of public reporting uh, relating to that, but I don't have any other information. No, no, so what you're saying, is that a yes or is that a no? Because we're going to find out eventually. I'm not going to comment any further. Wait a minute. It is not your prerogative to not answer any further. You are answerable to Congress. Our elected representatives have oversight over you. The sheer audacity, the mundaciousness of it all. Wait wait a second. Whether or not our own government used a private company as a cutout to go buy spying software that deprives people's rights. And what you're saying is, I'm not going to get a yes out of you, and I'm not going to get a no out of you, because you're just not going to tell. You don't think the American people deserve to know that? I'm I'm not aware of it. Uh, Let me jump ahead a little. Did you or did you not? So I'm not aware of any facts that relate to your question. I think you are. I I can't believe that I'm the only one who sees the monster for what it is. I mean, I know I'm one of many. I know Matt Gates definitely sees it. I know a lot of people see that the king has no clothes. But people are afraid to speak out. I'm going to skip ahead a little. But is Joe Biden compromised? So I should be clear, you know, I'm not going to comment on that question because I do not comment on any matter that may or may not be a matter of, of investigation. To the extent well, my comments previously were construed as confirming an investigation, that would be a mistake. Well, I'm neither confirming yeah. an investigation or, nor, yeah. and nor am I yeah. denying an investigation. I'm simply saying it was I am not commenting on any potential well, do investigation. Think, do you think the American people deserve to know whether or not the first family is compromised? You see this? Before, it used to be they would put something under investigation so that they could blanketly say... I cannot comment on this topic because it's under investigation. It's a way to sweep something under the rug and not have to answer for it. Now they're so brazen that they're saying, well, it may not even be under investigation because I'm not going to confirm or deny whether it's under in whether it's under investigation or not. So we speak through our filings in court at the Justice Department. We do not make allegations you know, without going you to said court. That because, because yesterday are- you all spoke through some leaks, right? I mean, you got, or, uh, recently you, you had Lester Holt interviewing Attorney General Garland. Yeah, Matt's right. When they want something to come out or they want to cast aspersions on people that they don't like, political dissidents, people like Donald Trump, people like his supporters, people like his attorneys... When they want to cast aspersions upon them and cast doubt upon them, they purposely leak 
information or misinformation or whatever to dirty up people. But when they're questioned about one of their solid officials, you know, when they say solid, they mean staunchly loyal to Barack Antichrist or to the communist global way, then they then they shut up and they say, oh, I can't answer that because it may or may not be under investigation. And then lo and behold, the same day, you the Department of Justice didn't speak through any filings. They went and leaked to the Washington Post that they were investigating President Trump. So it seems like when it's the Biden family, you all are all buttoned up with all of your propriety about not, not talking about these things. But when it's a Republican, when it's President Trump, you all love to go have your authorized leaks. Here's my question to you. Are you aware of an authorized leak to the Washington Post the same day as A.G. Garland sat down with Lester Holt? No. <laughs> and, and, and you think as you sit here as the representative of the National Security Division before the House Judiciary Committee that we aren't owed an answer as to whether or not the Biden family is compromised. You just don't think we're, we deserve that. We speak through our filings in court. Um, that's part of we, the well, we, we speak through our talk salad and uh, we won't answer any of your questions because we're not accountable for our actions before the American people who we despise, who we think smell bad in Walmarts. And we want to frame Donald Trump and we want to uh, do whatever the heck we want to do because we are unaccountable and we are an agency that has run amok and we don't care about you and we hate America and we want to bring it down. This is Freedom on Deck, Fox News Radio. We'll see you next week. God bless America. 